Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Schmodown fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, I gotta say a huge thank you to my good friend David B, especially tonight, because full disclosure, it is Saturday night, I have just finished the live stream, super excited and pumped, got my beanie on, sipping on my pear cider, pretending like I'm in New York, watching these matches, uh, partying with my schmo friends, um, but I'm at home recording machine mondays for you guys so uh yeah and rocking out to this theme the official machine theme so thank you david p for that and if you want to check him out you can find him at david b music 21 on twitter but let's get into today's episode so as mentioned we are talking Shmodown live new york so bummed i couldn't be there this year but um i was of course watching live um some great storied matches we had this time we had drew guy versus robert meyer burnett lots of history there and then we had uh the kid brendan meyer versus his own teammate william bibiani who gifted him this title shot and uh dan merle uh doing a triple threat match very intense uh was super excited for that one but of course, um, I was backing up my boy, Andrew Guy, 100%. I am a guy girl. He is in the usual suspects, was waiting for him to bring home the first win for our faction. Uh, so yeah, super exciting. So let's get into these matches. Um, kind of love Robert, Bar- My- <laughs> Robert Meyer Burnett coming out with James White. Uh, he is a good friend and I'm so excited that he has made the league, that he is in the Schmodown. He deserves it. Um, and it was just me like a proud mama getting to see my boy come out and uh, share the stage uh, with Robert Meyer Burnett. And I'm just so excited for people to see what he does this season and to impress because he is incredible and he's a good friend and I love him and I'm so excited that he's in the Schmodown. So yes, that was great to see. Um, and then Guy coming out, love that he was wearing the doll face shirt, love that he was kind of towing that line, still being a little bit cocky, but also kind of kind of um, a little bit respectful and courteous uh, in, in his own way. So I think that's kind of how he's maybe going to ease into being a face. He's still going to, you know, throw those kind of dastardly barbs in there. Um, but uh, kind of rein it in a little bit and maybe be a little bit more respectful. I love that he was kind of throwing a lot out there, talking about how you need to respect the game. And uh, so I think things like that are going to be how he expresses himself as a face, just kind of um, calling people out, um, being a little bit more calm, kind of getting excited when he's trying to hype people up. Um, I, I like I like what I'm seeing from my boy, Uh easing into this faceness. So, uh, yeah, that was nice to see. And, um, so round one, they both did pretty well. I think they ended round one, just missing one question. So it was seven to seven going into round two, uh, Robert Meyer Burnett, I believe he spun Christopher Nolan did not do so great. He only got one correct. And I think he only got one point because he went to multiple choice. I think Drew was able to get one steal in on him. Uh, so yeah, he did not have a great round two. Then Drew spun, he got Kurt Russell. Uh, he did pretty well. I think he missed one and Robert Meyer Burnett got the two point steal. He really needed that. Um, so by the end of round two, I believe it was 12 to 10. Um, I think Drew got his, uh, one point, uh, Robert Meyer Burnett got his one point. Then he, Robert Meyer Burnett 
missed his three. I think Drew missed his three. Um, so Robert Meyer Burnett had to get his five to win. And he missed it. So Drew won. Um, of course, he was super happy about it. Um, a little cocky about it. But he said, you know, some he tried to say some nice things. Um, so yeah, I knew my boy was going to take it home. Not a shocker there. I think people kind of were calling it out to say that it wasn't um, such a high scoring match, but um, still well played. I think Robert Meyer Burnett did a lot better than people thought he was going to do. I think they thought it was kind of going to be much more of a slaughter, um, but it was a great fun match. Uh, Drew is always so entertaining to watch. Um, so of course I'm excited he won bringing home the first win for the suspects. Uh, and yeah, then he kind of had that post-match interview saying some things about Mike and because um, the family's going to go up against corruption. I love that he kept calling Mike Chance's uh, teammate <laughs> and he wouldn't use Mike's name. So that'll be really fun to see any kind of response from that. But the family can totally take corruption. I'm super excited to see that. But yeah, really fun opening match. Guy was super entertaining. Albert Meyer Burnett was very loud. Um, and glad my boy James got a little bit of something, something to do. So that was really great. Uh, then we go into the triple threat match. So this one got kind of intense. It got a little bit heated. Um, so it started out Bibbs. He ended up getting a perfect round one. Dan and Brendan both missed one each. Um, and... Bibbs also got the bonus so he went into round two with nine with Brendan and Dan going into round two with seven each so then Brendan he spins first he gets middle earth then I believe he gets another spin he gets horror um, so he goes to multiple choice on um, his second question and he gets it I think he swept the rest until on his last question, he went to multiple choice. He missed it. Um, and so then Bibbs and Dan were able to steal. But then Brand uh, Bibbs kind of thinks about it. And he challenges on Brendan's behalf because the question was about somebody getting possessed by another character. And Bibbs um, challenges that that character doesn't really possess the character that they named Um somebody else actually possesses that character or something like that. So that was kind of the challenge. The challenge was um, who does this character possess or the character possesses this little girl, blah, 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 blah. And um, I think Bibbs challenge was that that character didn't actually possess anybody. So um, Koi came up, it was a whole thing. um, And the challenge was rewarded. Bibbs was right. Um, so Brendan was able to get a new question. So no steal for Bibbs or Dan. So by the end of his round, uh, Brendan was at uh, 14. Um, people were kind of getting a little bit feisty, getting a little bit heated. I think Ben came up there to kind of try to challenge something or um, kind of get in there. Uh, but then it was Dan's turn. Uh, Dan, he ended up spinning Natalie Portman. He completely sweeps his round and ends with 15 by the end of round two. Then Bibbs, he gets Oscars. He misses one. Brandon and Dan get that steal from him. Uh, so then going into round three, it was 15 uh, Bibbs, 16 uh, Brendan, and 17 to Dan. 
um, Bibbs, he tries to challenge Dan's Richard Attenborough uh, question. I think that was his uh, first question in round three. So his two point question, Dan answered, uh, Sir Richard Attenborough. Um, Bibbs tries to challenge it and say, no, he's actually Lord Richard Attenborough. Um, in my opinion, a very silly challenge, because I mean, I think as long as you get Richard Attenborough, you are fine. But I don't know, for whatever reason, Bibbs was just on challenge mode and definitely tried to challenge it. And yeah, it got intense. But also, I think there was a challenge. Ben tried to challenge something. Brendan had got a, a horror question about um, Bill Nighy, whatever in Shaun of the Dead. And he kind of said, Oh, you know, I'm just letting you know, I got this question and another match, da, 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 which people don't seem to pay attention or read the Facebook group or anything. Um, it was stated that any question from seasons one to six would be up for repeats would come up again, were eligible to be asked again. Uh, so I guess Brendan didn't know that. And, uh, Ben was trying to challenge it for Dan so for whatever reason but so Brendan tried to kind of do the noble thing or whatever and say that um he had, was asked that question before but it was clearly stated before the season started that one through six seasons questions would be up for usage and grabs and whatever so um I think Ben was trying to challenge all of that so it was kind of a big mishmash of weird random challenges this being among them um this whole Lord Richard Attenborough and Sir Richard Attenborough. So silly. So of course, you know, he did not uh, get a lot of love from the crowd for that. And um, it was uh, ultimately <laughs> thrown out. Then they uh, ask a casting question about Sylvester Stallone. And I think Ben tries to get it thrown out because it's like a casting question. I think that was Bibb's one point question uh, in round three. And I think Ben tried to get it challenged or thrown out because it was like casting news. It wasn't really based on a movie. But I had gotten a question like that in Sudden Death when I was doing the match with um, me and Ethan versus Paddington 2. When we went to Sudden Death, we got a question about who was the original actor meant to be Wolverine who starred in the, as the villain in Mission Impossible 2. So just kind of a roundabout question to say Dougray Scott. But um like it was kind of casting news like you're asking a question about an actor who should have been Wolverine but wasn't Wolverine because he was too busy filming another movie so all of that is not really based on a specific like based in like a plot of a movie or who played who it was kind of a who was supposed to play this actor so I mean those questions come up I think they're fair questions so I think that was Ben's challenge but I guess they deemed that those questions are fair as it's movie related so um yeah another weird challenge popped up yet again um but Bibbs ended up getting it um so everyone's doing pretty well Dan is at 22 Brandon is at 21 Bibbs is at 20 so everyone's on their five at this point uh Brendan he Bibbs he answers his five he gets it right that puts him at 25 Brendan if then he he answers his five then he will eliminate Bibbs which he does he gets his five puts him at 26 knocks out Bibbs and then Dan if he gets his five that puts him at 27 and he will win and ultimately go on to play his faction mate Ben Bateman so Dan answers his five correctly which was kind of easy I mean I've only seen say anything once and I knew that. So um, I don't know. I guess it's just all subjective depending on what you know. But um, yeah, 
uh, Dan gets it and he wins. Uh, so yeah, he will be ultimately playing Ben Bateman for the singles belt. So that should be really interesting. We'll see how that all goes. I don't think there's going to be any really love lost because the belt will be in the faction regardless. So hopefully, you know, some of us new and old single players can get in there. So it's not just this back and forth tug of war between Dan and Ben in the Finstock exchange, just passing this belt back and forth. So yeah, those were the matches. Very intense, very exciting. I'm happy for Dan. Glad he won. Uh, it was kind of cool. I'm sure not a lot of people were expecting Brendan to um, surpass Bibbs. Uh, so that was kind of a nice surprise. Um, I think him and me are kind of in the same like vein where people are kind of expecting us to maybe get a belt this year and do some crazy big things this year. Brendan is amazing and he proved a lot last season. I mean, he's definitely in contention to do some amazing things this year. But uh, this is Machine Mondays, so let's talk a little bit about me. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of in a place right now where a lot of people are kind of saying I'm the best player to never win a belt, that I'm kind of underrated, that um, they're expecting big things from me this season. So, I mean, I don't take that lightly. I'm taking all your goodwill and your good thoughts and your positive energy that you're, you know, your goodwill for me to do awesome things this season. I am taking that all in and I'm not taking that for granted. So, I mean, that brings pressure, that breeds pressure for sure that people are expecting so much from me this season. Um, and I want to deliver. I mean, I'm working really hard. I have the best support that I can have. Um, and I will say that my first match is... Uh, has been scheduled. I will not tell you who. I will let Christian announce that when he wants to announce that. But I do have a match on the books for season seven. So I'm super excited about that. And uh, yeah, I feel like um, I said this in my fan group, The Factory. Come join it today on uh, Facebook, The Factory. <laughs> um, that I was kind of gonna veer away from the kind of character entrances. I'm like really bummed that kind of last season, uh, the way of the kind of fun costumed entrance was kind of not getting a lot of love. A lot of people weren't doing entrances like that anymore. Um, and with the whole kind of moment, blah, 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 entrance stuff, I just feel like a lot of love was lost for those kinds of entrances and people don't really care about them like they used to and that's such a bummer because I always loved that kind of creative aspect of the showdown so I think I'm just gonna maybe kind of veer away from the movie character style entrances at least for now and maybe try to just focus more on being the machine you know and just kind of steep myself in that character so you will see me wearing lots of metallics and lots of machine steampunk prints and um some fun um machine related things so um yeah I think I'm just gonna kind of delve into being the machine in entrances I will be walking out to my awesome machine theme that you hear every week on this uh podcast so yeah it's gonna be all machine all the time um, and maybe I'll do some kind of big, more theatrical things um, at live events if I am asked to participate. Um, but other than that, I think I'm just going to keep it pretty simple and focus on just kind of the machine aspect. So, yeah, machine prints and metallic colors and just being sassy and 
you know, fashionable and cute like I always try to be. So, <laughs> um, yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. And there was some kind of big news. The Schmodown has partnered with Skybound Entertainment. Um, so hopefully this means some big things, you know, maybe recording in a different studio and um, some big things. Definitely have that backup and that support and um, get a bigger, wider reach and get more eyes on this awesome thing that we love so much. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what the future holds for the Schmodown. Now partnering with Skybound Entertainment. It's going to be so cool. So I think that's everything, guys. Uh, just excited for season seven, excited to kick off the season of the machine. And um, yeah, I hope you guys had fun with this live event. Those of you who got to be there, I'm so jealous, but I hope you guys had a blast. Looks like everyone had an amazing time. The matches were so great. Just an awesome way to kick off season seven. And with the awesome news of Skybound partnering with the Schmodown, so great all around nothing but good things. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to tweet at me or send me a message, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Janine Debean. Um, we also have some awesome shows on this podcast besides Machine Mondays. We have Morgan Hasn't Seen every Wednesday. Um, I'm here with my good friend Morgan uh, Robinson. He hasn't seen things. So I pick a related series of films and I make him watch them. So for February to celebrate Black History Month and to celebrate the month of love, we will be talking about black rom-coms. Uh, so that will be our February series. I will make Morgan watch some very fun, lighthearted, black romantic films and we will discuss and then every friday we have uh the flagship show the namesake show of our feed it's a wonderful podcast uh where we talk about classic films morgan is there every week and i share hosting duties with nolan dean we switch every other week uh so you can check us out there every friday talking about the old hollywood wonderful classic films uh and yeah so every monday wednesday friday get your fix on it's a wonderful podcast feed. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you want to check out my artwork or some of my merch, if you want to get a machine shirt and steep yourself in machine-ness <laughs> this season, you can find all that stuff at my tea shop on tpublic.com at g9design. But I think that's it, guys. I hope you had fun watching these matches. I hope you had fun listening to me. And um, until next time, guys, XO, XO, machine, 